The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. It's time for our weekly last word and health doctor Brian Higgins is with us from Galway and let's talk about something which I think is very important not just to people's sense of comfort but perhaps to their wider health as well and that's gut health. So what do we mean by gut health? Why are we talking about it Brian? Well, gut health is really, really, really important. It's actually a much larger factor in our health than we previously would have discussed and even when I, I finished medical school in about 2010 and we did talk about it a little bit and now medical students are learning more and more about it and are realizing that not only the health of our own organs but also the health of the bacteria that colonize our gut called our microbiome is really important to maintaining our health. Microbiome, what are they? Well we have about 10 times the amount of bacterial cells in our body than human cells. Uh, they are, when we're born, we're obviously born with our own cells and we're both, then as we age, we collect these bacteria on our skin and in our gut referred to as the microbiome. And they're meant to be there. We often think it's bacteria as problematic things, but actually a lot of bacteria are very, very helpful to help our immune system and also to aid in our digestion. Now, depending on what that we feed that bacteria our prebiotics, the fuel that we give those bacteria to live, and also things like exposure to, to certain antibiotics can really change what type of bacteria colonise our gut. And if that colonisation goes towards, say, less helpful bacteria, that can actually result in certain conditions. And it's thought to be linked to obesity, uh, type 2 diabetes and certain autoimmune diseases. Okay, and then how do we know what to put into the body to deal with our own particular microbiomes? I think we all, I I generally have a chat with my patients and I ask them, look, do you know all the things you know you should be eating? And they say yes. And I say, well, are you eating them? And generally they'll say yes or no. And it's not immensely complicated, but unfortunately, the way our society is developed, it's, it's an awful lot easier to get less healthy food. And when we talk about healthy food, like it's really the, the simplest things is, are you getting fresh fruit and are you getting fresh vegetables in your diet? And they're really important. And the more of those you can get, the more that fuels the healthier type of bacteria that helps our gut to regulate itself so our bowels are moving regularly and also it helps us digest our food properly so we're getting less bloating and also can help with appetite suppression so we'll be less hungry and we'll tend to eat less food. You can also do things, um, take things called probiotics and there are foods that contain healthy bacteria such as yogurts and even fermented foods such uh, sauerkraut, kimchi and uh, kombucha. Does this mean a certain degree perhaps a trial and error to find out what works for you personally? Yeah, absolutely. You'll certainly find that um, you, certain foods will suit certain people. Like there are people out there who find that foods that ferment a lot in the gut like onions, garlics, broccoli, and, and uh, gluten, they'll find that if they eat quite a few of those, they'll get quite bloated, even though broccoli, you would think, is a very healthy food. So there is a lot to be said about kind of finding out what foods are healthy for the gut and then trying them out and see which suits you. And I would say if someone is really struggling to find out, there are excellent dietitians available and it's worth going and chatting to one to help you 
go, go through that passage because you will find that once you go researching online, you'll find certain people who will say only eat vegetables. It's really good for you. You'll find other people who will say only eat meat. That's really good for you. And it can be incredibly confusing. So the GP is a good person to start with, um, especially if you're having trouble with your gut. And I would say anyone who's having new constipation, new tummy pain, new diarrhea, blood in the stool or difficulty swallowing. And if those conditions all should be checked with the GP, because unfortunately, as well as just gut dysfunction, where the gut's just not behaving properly, we can develop diseases in our gut, such as celiac disease, um, ulcerative colitis and bowel cancers. And you do want to make sure with a misbehaving gut that it's not a disease before you deceive it's a dysfunctional issue. See, the reason I asked you about trial and error with taking certain types of foods, whatever, is because there can be genetic factors as well, can't there, which make you more predisposed to certain conditions? No, absolutely. If you think of... Um, Certain people um, can say they can eat whatever they want and certain people will have a slice of bread and put on weight. And there is a big genetic component with that. And we use a term a lot called insulin resistance. And what that means is if you take a carbohydrate, if you're insulin resistant, your body wants to store that carbohydrate as opposed to burn it. And you can find it's much, much easier to put on weight without necessarily eating a huge amount of food. And that's where we will get in. Uh, we want to make sure that someone's not developing type 2 diabetes. And that's where your dietitian can come in and help you guide your diet so that you're eating food that really has a feeling a lot better. And I think that's the important thing to remember with the foods that we eat. Uh, Food is such an important part of the enjoyment in our lives. And I am a big believer that relevant to what people want to do, whether it's to lose weight or be healthier, you really should be enjoying your food and feeling well. Okay, will you just again just explain for you the difference between prebiotics and probiotics? Yeah, this can be really confusing. So a prebiotic is like fertilizer for the bacteria that are already in your gut. So that's your fermented foods and your fresh vegetables and fresh fruit. And when you take those, what you do is you stimulate the healthier bacteria that are going to help you digest your food and hopefully have a more regularly functioning bowel. Probiotics are things like yogurts. They're food with bacteria in them. And certain supplements as well have probiotics in them uh, or have bacteria in them. And when you take those, what you're trying to do is introduce and saturate the gut with healthier bacteria. Okay. Is there a link between your gut health and your mental health? Yeah, that's something that's an area of huge interest and research, because what we know is that those gut bacteria can help us produce serotonin and dopamine, really important chemicals in mood regulation and motivation. And it's thought that if you don't have the bacteria that help you form those hormones from the food that you eat, you might have lower levels and it could actually make you prone to veer towards anxiety or depression. I don't think it's a case as simple as it's just that, because with mental health disorders, they're complicated. And what you want, you're, it's, it's kind of like building a wall. You can't build a wall with one brick. You need to put all those bricks together to make your wall strong. Okay, listen, while we have you there, Dr. Brian Higgins, there's one other thing I want to ask you about, which is not related to any conditions, but the 
extension of the free GP care announced in the budget this week to another 430,000 people, which is great, except are there enough doctors out there who will actually take on and provide the free GP care? Um, uh, There was a lot of talk on Twitter and, and some of the medical forums about this. It was the first thing that any doctor had heard about the extension of free GP care. And I think we can all agree that being able to access your GP for free is a really positive thing. But what you need to make sure is that you're able to provide patients with a quality service. And our concern at the minute is there's just simply not enough doctors um, to satisfy an increased demand um, for visitations. And some would argue that we don't have enough doctors for the population that we have at the minute. Um, I'm a big believer that care has to be accessible and quality as well as being affordable. And I think when there's such strong focus on making GP access to your GP free, you have to have an equal amount of focus to make sure that those patients who are seeing their doctors are getting a, a quality and timely service. And I'd just like to see a bit more focus to try support that and make sure it happens. Dr. Brian Higgins as ever, thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.